Why is 2016 electrical and computer engineering graduate Allison McKinney the bee's knees? <laughs> because her company's technology can find the bee's knees. From like 15 meters away, traditional radar? <laughs> Good grief. Traditional radar can barely identify a full-grown human being at that distance. So it's no wonder that the Solopole's founder and CEO was named to Forbes 30 Under 30 list for manufacturing and industry. Talk about creating a buzz. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Hello uh, to everyone out there in podcast land, if you can hear me. I guess we won't know until we're finished here. Because <laughs> once again, No, I told you I wasn't going to make fun of you anymore. I'm sorry. No, John Sluice, is, uh, uh, he, he's uh, indisposed at the moment. So uh, Marcus Glatt's back here on the, uh, the keys and knobs, uh, twisting for the best podcast in all of higher education. You know it. You love it. The award-winning hashtag getting brought to you by the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. I'm a communications specialist for that place. And uh, Austin Phillips over here, Buffalo Bill himself. Go Bills. <laughs> of course, once again, by the time this thing hits the uh, yeah, it, it'll, the, the pod waves, The dream will be deferred. Uh, by we we don't probably. know what's going to happen. Well, but, uh, and uh, again, just a reminder, even though I, I do wear Buffalo Bills stuff on Fridays. Are you an Auburn fan? We, we are recording a bunch of these, so when people that's hear true. it, it's not like I just, that's all it's I wear. True. You know, we've recorded three of these in one no, day. From people, now on, I'm going to be, it's going to be it's July. A, this, and I'm this be, guy does nothing but wear bills. The biggest bills going viral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you want to send me tickets, go ahead. Uh, that would be the director. Austin is the director of the Office of Communications and Marketing. And uh, today, Big A, we are joined the by real big a very, yeah. very special guest. A longtime fan has heard all of the episodes. <laughs> uh, was the one actually who inspired the podcast, told us <laughs> we should do it and everything. Uh, in from Atlanta, Georgia, where she is the premier bumblebee tracker in all of uh, the tech industry. If, if any, you know, radar, GPS, and everything. That's that's what I've gleaned uh, from looking at. It. No, we're talking to Allison McKinney. I did get it right. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting old. So my, the names. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember her name over there. It was terrible. Anyway, Allison Jennings McKinney. I did That's get the right. middle name. Allison Jennings McKinney, a uh, McKinney, a uh, 2016. That's right. 2016 grad, grad. in uh, electrical engineering. I like electrical. Well, we've had some electrical There's recently. Been a lot of, it's been an electric hey, uh, few episodes. Uh, it has been. <laughs> a, lot, a lot going on. For the, uh, yeah, and the CEO and founder of Solo Pulse. <laughs> Not only that, Austin, this is a big deal. We're talking a Forbes 30 under 30-er over here. You know these things that come out and you got to do a prep? I mean, it's a big deal, right? <laughs> well, here she is living I mean, in, in the, the flesh. flesh. I mean, it's basically we've had two goals. Tim Cook. And then a Forbes thirty under thirtier, and and this is awesome. You remember what um, Wayne and Garth used to do? A lot of things. We're not worthy. Oh, yeah. We're <laughs> not worthy. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, exactly. No, that's so awesome. So first off, thanks a ton for joining us, and congrats on the uh, the success. So we got to hear all about it, and uh, and what's going on, what Solo Pulse, and then we got to let let's start with what is Solo Pulse. Like what? What are we even talking about here? Well, you said it. We're we're tracking bumblebees. Well, that's what, that's what our business from does. Fifteen meters away. 
Yep, that's right. <laughs> I mean, that's intense, though. I mean, I don't know a lot about a lot, but I mean, that seems like it would be a big deal to be able to look on a computer screen and identify, you know, I mean, how long's a meter? I mean, what was that, like two feet? Three feet. No, it's a yard. Is a yard a meter? It's, it's close. It's close. Yeah. Is it? You know. All right. Gosh, you really don't know a lot. I don't. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway. Okay. Thankfully, well, so, we have someone who does. solo polls. Let's do it. Okay. In addition to tracking the bees, the bubbles, right. what are, what do we what do we have going on? So actually, solo polls is a radar signal processing uh, software company. So current radars this is where the bumblebee comes into place. Um, current radars, when you're using it for autonomous vehicles, actually struggle to identify a person about 15 meters away, which, you know, could be an issue if you need to break. Yeah. Um, so two by two meter block is about the resolution that you're going to see with typical typical radar algorithms. But with Solar Pulse's algorithm suite, what you're actually able to have is point cloud resolution. That's where the bumblebee comes from. So go from a two meter by two meter block down to that size of a bumblebee. So you're going to be able to resolve something and say, this is a person. I need to make sure my car stops. Um, So pretty big deal. Yeah. No, that is a big deal. And you honestly. I I hope Elon's listening. Yeah, for realsies. (laughs) Well, you know, we've talked about a lot of things with, you know, autonomous and tracking and AI and whatnot with on wind and, and, you know, looking at. Well, you, the, tilt, you tilt everything, the car a certain yeah. way, it looks like a vacuum. Right. And, well, and everything that uh, was going on, uh, Dr. Beverly and his group, sure. APNT, and sure. Gav Lab. A lot going on. Did you have any Gav Lab in you No. I did not. No, going rogue. Love it. Well, yeah. how how did this whole solar pulse come? How did yeah, the idea so come about? about I mean, well, well, yeah, how did this whole thing start? So it actually started um, my PhD advisor and now company advisor. Dr. Barnes um, had this idea in 2017. You talking about Robbie B? No. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. This is Georgia Tech. Uh, Barnes. Auburn, yeah. Auburn was really hard, so she wanted to take a little step back. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of rest the brain yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And she went over to Atlanta. To, well, uh, hey, if you're going to ID bumblebees, you better be able to ID a, a yellow jacket Boom. first. That, that actually is one that, of the reasons that, is, that we chose that's the, bumblebee. the bumblebee. That's poetic. Okay, well, still, that's good. There's a lot of things around that size, and we chose the bumblebee because we're yellow jackets yeah, so there you go. it's definitely sure. part of that um, okay so this barnes guy okay. yeah yeah <laughs> georgia tech professor um i was working at georgia tech's research institute at the time came for a lunch and learn and presented this idea and said he was looking for some support um and i had an amazing mentor um in another part of the company that recommended that i meet with them see if i could manage a project and that was in you know, 2017, 2018. And that's when the technology development and my involvement really began. Um, I will say that I actually, my last semester at Auburn is when I was first exposed to sort of radar technology. I had all plans of going to work for Southern Company and being a power engineer. And then my last semester just decided to take an elective on something totally new and unique and finished the class and was like, oh no. Mm. I am having a career identity <laughs> crisis and I haven't even started working yet. So um, experience with radar started at, at Auburn. Um, I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, I knew it. Yeah. It definitely had an influence, but the technology is um, started with Dr. Barnes at Georgia Tech. Well, we've had you on our radar for <laughs> well, a little well, while. Walk, walk us through, walk us through uh, I mean, this, this company coming to fruition uh, uh, of how those steps actually yeah, get, I mean, get us where we are today. 
yeah, so like I said, 2017, he comes with a lunch and learn with just sort of a, it was actually like a 95 slide PowerPoint explanation. It was long. Um, it was a lot of development and sort of how to present it needed to happen, which was one of the reasons that I wanted to get involved because I felt like that was sort of a unique skill um, that some engineers are not necessarily taught to develop. That's where I actually credit Cupola for making me start developing those skills. Um, so it was just, you know, a simulation at that point, some math and needed to get a hardware demonstration. So two years inside Georgia Tech with some internal funding, got a demonstration and we were funded by DARPA um, for a oh, yeah. year to get it functioning in real time. And around that time, I went through a female founders program at Georgia Tech um, that taught me what an entrepreneur was. And I realized that um, while it's awesome to develop something at a Research Institute, I wanted to start a business with this. So went through the program, tested to see if there was really a need for a high resolution radar um, technique and found that there's a really pressing need in the autonomous vehicle and the ADAS space. Um, so really when I saw that need and an opportunity to start something, I applied for a fellowship um, or an accelerator and got two years of my salary paid for an amazing accelerate call Activate. And around that time, just decided full plunge, start the company, recruited our first, I guess, what is our C-suite now? And they became co-founders with me. Mm. Um, and that was in 2021. Dang, fast. Things are happening fast. Yeah. And uh, so the name Solo Pulse, I mean, so you only need like one little ping to go out there? To... That's exactly right. God, I'm so good. You know what I, I mean? <laughs> See, solo means one. Oh. Pulse is like a way, you know, because okay. that's, you know. That is smart. I'm just, it's called due diligence. Just her presence. <laughs> you have gone from just like utterly dumb <laughs> yeah. to brilliant. Well, that's In nine minutes and 15 minutes. Nine no. minutes and 15 seconds. Well, that's what I mean. And uh, so, yeah. So, so, so yeah. yeah, explain. I mean, I am right, right? You are right. Okay. We actually did get an email about a week ago from someone who saw us on the Forbes list that reached out. To see if we sold solo cups. <laughs> so, <laughs> you are headed, you know what? You are headed in the right direction. Why the heck that. not? You know yeah. what I mean? Hey, what if you had a solo cup that could take your pulse? Hey, there you, the there you go. There you go. It's like I need to slow down a little you, bit. You drink enough out of a solo yeah, cup. You go. You check your pulse. There you go. Uh, and so some funding looks like it has been coming through, right? I mean, what's yeah. A, well, the Forbes stuff. I mean, it seems like a big deal, right? Yeah. I mean, it seems like a big <laughs> yeah. deal. What, what was the, I I mean, yeah, what like, was the what, art reaction when what, you found, what, yeah, found how that? Yeah. You I, opened an email to someone call? Like, what happened? That's actually funny. We um, we were sitting in our really small office, and I got an email uh, inviting me to a Forbes Under 30 Slack channel. Oh. So had no idea, and I was wondering, you know, I had gotten a notification that I had been nominated, um, and so was wondering if this is a, you know, sort of FAQ sort of thing to find out what I needed to do and was trying not to get too excited, uh, cause I had obviously gotten on Reddit as any normal person does trying to figure out when they released this. So got that email and it took me like way too long to actually get Slack downloaded and all of that. And, um, got on there and actually saw you know, a message saying congratulations from other people and then got an email from Forbes um, saying, you know, you've congratulations, you you are a under 30 lister. So super excited. Um, still 
unreal. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So they. Uh, so how under thirty are we? Barely. Barely. Okay. <laughs> I was just, I was, I was, crunch, I was crunching some numbers. Right. I was just running them. Yeah. yeah just let, yeah. Well, this is my yeah. last year, so well, I, I skirted in right at the end. Perfect. Well, you mentioned uh, Cupola. So uh, this got on my radar because uh, Chris Scheinert uh, yeah. sent it to me. Uh, oh, that's so he, awesome. He said, he said, I don't know if you've seen this, but y'all have got to do something on this. So we, we immediately tried to see if we could get you here. So Yeah, Chris is great. He was our uh, president yep. when I was yep. in Cupola. yep. So, so maybe I'll get the story of the hole in the wall from you. Get, no. the, get the true story on him. So. Excuse me? Yeah, we're going to have Chris on for that. Well, hole that, in that's the a, wall? That's a story for another day. Yowzers. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one. Uh, I'm assuming there's a lot of, well, I guess we're living it, uh, attention and publicity and whatnot that can come from yeah, such well, an accolade. Just wait, wait till this thing right, <laughs> goes right, live. Again, again. Hope, hope that phone's charged up. Yeah. The uh, wait, Who did we... Who did, whose career did we help earlier? Everybody. Maria. Yeah. Maria, that's yep. what it was. She became yep. Dean or so whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. President. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the, the opportunities that are going, I mean, it's, it's, it's still fairly recent. I mean, when did it come out? Like not too long ago. Yeah, just um, but ago. I'm assuming, I mean, how, how does, how does a young startup like yourself parlay uh, such a, uh, you know, opportunity, you know, this, this opportunity yeah, I think so. We are actually beginning our fundraising season um, at the end of this month. There's a good bit of confidence behind us now being able to say that. So it helps in the fundraising season, that's for sure. As we're located in Atlanta, um, we've had a lot of local people in Atlanta reaching out, um, trying to figure out you know, what our next steps are, how they can support us. The sort of the funny thing is we had not prioritized any sort of Twitter account, any sort of LinkedIn account. We're very, you know, deep tech engineering focused. Um, and one of our co-founders that has extensive startup experience has been telling me, you know, we should probably get on that. And then she's also nominated with me and we get it. She's like, we don't have anything to share this on. <laughs> so I think our first reaction was creating a, a Twitter account. Um, I think that was... I called my mom and then we created a Twitter Go account. So that right. was that was the order. Communication is very important. It is right? important. Right. Communication mm-hmm. and marketing very very mm-hmm. important. Yeah, we can help you with that. <laughs> the uh, the so now we're at the future. We're looking to the future. Let's start. We we got to back up now. We're well, you, but hey, before we do, we just talked. We, we just talked about fundraising. You know, we had a story not too long ago about uh, one of our College of Engineering, one of Auburn University's most generous generous donors. Uh, who has supported one of our recent uh, alumni, a pair of uh, alumni, and a great, um, gra- yeah, they're, they're an st- alum of Ginning, yeah, Ginning their, alum. Their uh, their startup uh, made a huge investment in that startup, huge investment yeah. in that startup. Auburn alumni love to support other Auburn alumni. If some of our alumni are out there listening and they want to uh, support another alum and support your business, how would they go about that? So. Reaching out on LinkedIn, I'm very responsive to people. Definitely not on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, LinkedIn. Okay, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is where I check. Definitely gotten better about checking Twitter now. Um, But uh, reaching out on LinkedIn is the best way to get in contact with us. We are certainly looking for, I know there's um, a lot of impressive alumni in the automotive space. So anyone who has, you know, connections, interest in investing, 
um, we are certainly looking to tap into that network. Um, so yeah, LinkedIn is the best, best place to go. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. So where are you from? Birmingham. Hey, which part? Uh, <gasps> Shelby County. Okay. Uh, that word. Still? Just Oak Mountain. Oak Mountain. Okay. You went to Oak Mountain? Uh, I went to Briarwood. Briarwood. Hey. She's a line. I, no, she's yeah. a line. I am, I am a line. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot. I used to, yeah. There was a you know girl. That one there was a girl. You know, one nineteen. It's it's, oh, it's, it's a little split. Yeah. You got your Oak Mountains. You got your Briarwood. It's an interesting area, yeah, that's for is. sure. Well, so what led you, uh, you know, here? Um, to so Auburn. I actually went to a, a small um, university that had a dual degree program. So I was there for three years, and then when, you know, it's designed to do two years at another university that's engineering focused. And coming from the state of Alabama, where do you go if you want a good engineering degree? Duh. Auburn. Um, so that is what led me here. Um, could where, not. Where, where did you go before? Covenant College. Okay. Yeah, it is really small. It is. Where's Covenant? It's on top of Lookout Mountain in Georgia. Mm, sweet. Um, it's like a thousand students. Awesome. total so definitely a big difference Fun. <laughs> between yeah. covenant and auburn um but yeah came to auburn for engineering and um had met with someone who told me based on you know what you're good at i think electrical engineering is going to be the the best bet for ty- the type of engineering and went to a circuits class and day one knew that i was in the right place so awesome so well, what was it about it like I've we we hear these kind of stories, you know. Oh, I knew it was so good. I instantly responded as someone who's obviously never had any such epiphany in his life. <laughs> uh, I mean, what? What? I mean, what? It was circuits. I mean, what? You just all of a sudden you're like, you know, I like connecting things. I don't know. I don't know how what a circuit is. You know, he's back dumb. But yeah. I'm just help me out. I mean, it's like seriously, what was it? Yeah. So for me, I had taken physics and I actually had taken some pre-engineering courses like um, dynamics and and liked them, thought it was okay. Um, new engineering was a good career to have, but when I went into an electrical engineering, it was much more about math and really logic as opposed to sort of building up some sort of system. Uh, that's what clicked with me. Um, you love it or you hate it. I took the math lab course, loved it. So that is definitely sort of my thing and didn't realize that the world of radar even existed. That's my favorite thing to do because there is so much cool math, honestly, and it's got a really practical application. So you don't get into some of the math where you're like, why am I doing this? Um, So it's using math to model real world things. um, And that's why I love electrical engineering. Well, so you're a cupola, your <laughs> senior year, last semester. What's your pitch to a student who's looking to transfer into Auburn like you did mm-hmm. on why it was such a phenomenal decision for you? Um, I think for me, I had the space to take different electives. I'm very, um, I like to see all of my options and then whittle things down. Um, and I felt like that was very accessible for me at Auburn and the professors were really plugged in. So I got to talk to them um, about, you know, what if I'm not necessarily loving this? What what career could I have, you know, doing something that you're doing in this class? So I think it was the flexibility of looking across different disciplines and understanding that they're still related to each other. So it wasn't a waste of time to try one and, you know, then try another. And then having the professors who told me what career options 
you could have based on what you were learning and keeping it practical. Um, so I think those two things were key to me. And I think um, the professors are very unique in how close they're willing to get with their students, very much so. Um, I had experience where the it was an open door policy. I could come in for office hours to talk about my career and I could talk to them about, you know, this homework problem that they had assigned or why I didn't do as well on a test as I had hoped to do. Um, so there's a lot of, you know, good relationships and communication between me and my professors. I know I know y'all are going to try to get by uh, Brown Hall to see the renovations at the Davidson's. Have, have, <laughs> did you get to get by? We did. Okay. I was shocked. I was expecting my full brick hallway and it's not there anymore. There's, there's light. There's light. It comes into the building, actually. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? It is amazing. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. It now fits in with really the rest of the College of Engineering. It does. As pretty as everything is. It so, does. Um, I was surprised, and I'm glad to see it. Yeah, <laughs> we were very fortunate for the generosity of the Davidsons to, to for Dorothy to do that in Julian's honor. Uh, and, of course, we, we've lost Dorothy since then, but just very generous folks. Did, did you get... You know, the Browns made the uh, gift for Brown Copel kind of right at the end while you were here. Did you get to go on Brown Copel? I have not yet. Well, um, before y'all leave, do yourself a favor. Now, it's going to it's gonna make you mad. I know. It's going to really make <laughs> you mad uh, because it is a gem. Uh, and do yourself a favor and walk across the garden. And uh, even if you didn't have any classes in the old textile building, check out the Gavin building as well for the renovations we've done in that. To me, the Gavin, the Gavin building is my favorite just because it's – they kept that old architecture mm-hmm. in there, the wooden floors. Uh, but now, you know, where we were uh, revolutionizing the textile industry 100 years ago, now we're revolutionizing the additive manufacturing industry and other industries mm-hmm. from that building. That's going to propel us for another 150 years. So uh, just this whole area right here, do yourself a favor and make sure to check it out. I definitely, we're planning on walking around after this. I am um, immediately was jealous of the students that are here uh, and wish I could show them how nice the facilities are that they're getting to use. It's it's truly awesome. It's a game changer. Yeah. 100%. I think, well, Georgia Tech has like a coffee shop or something. Like yeah, something like that. <laughs> or yeah, like, I have a lot of coffee shops. Yeah, or you, like a you maybe get you a chili dog from the varsity or yeah, something. Like, yeah. okay. That's it. Limited options. Best student-centered. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's what have, you, have you bragged any of the professors, by the way? Have you like let anybody know? I you have know? not. I actually. You may want to do that. Maybe print up a shirt or something. Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, you're very you're dressed very nice, but I would have come in here with a thirty under thirty yeah. shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I, I Just did ask order me one. about my recent yeah. award. I did. I did order one. I don't know if I'll actually wear it, but I did you order. Better one. did you really? You better. Are there shirts? Did there they? are. Oh, shirts. There should be. There are shirts. Awesome. Well, oh, yeah. Well, next time, Jeremy, we'll see, I hope you're in it. Please tell me they don't just let people like Jeremy order one because he will, he will absolutely <laughs> yeah, see, come in here me, with hey, a fifty hey, under fifty hey, shirt. Yeah, tweet, tweet me the link. Yeah. Uh, Allison, can't thank you enough yes. for a joint. Allison with a Y, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just make oh, sure all you the best that. ones have a Y. Mm-hmm. Al- Allison, I love it. Allison, thank you so much for taking the time. War Eagle, War Eagle, War Eagle, War Eagle. and uh, War, War Eagle. Eagle. <laughs> You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.